0: The Dragon Rebred is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club.
1: Did you know? Wet t shirt contests were originally invented on old South Padre Island to check if people were smuggling armadillos under their shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did have
2: that armadillo smuggling problem back then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> For more armadillo related facts, to find out how you can access episodes a day early, and to check out our other podcasts and merchandise, visit us at armadillo.club.
1: Wheel of Time turns and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become podcasts. Hello there, welcome to the Dragon re where We're rereading Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series of fantasy novels. I'm Jeff Lake.
0: I'm Alice Sullivan. And
1: I'm Marcus Parkman. And today we're going to talk about chapters
2: 10 through 14 of The Eye of the World again. Previously, Trollocs attack. Rand and his dad are on guard, but the Trollocs still manage to wound Tam and shit all over their livelihood. Literally, in some cases. Rand drags his busted dad all through the night, with Tam feverishly mumbling about some very troubling things about Rand's lineage. Rand, with his shocking red hair, gray eyes, and giant size, is like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> they reach the village to find things not much better. The town was attacked, but resisted thanks to some wizards and warriors uh, shipped by their mysterious guests. Moraine also heals Rand's dad, but says they've all got to hit the road or worse will come, punctuated by a mob of angry villagers. So with that, they decide it's time to get, while well, the getting's good, adventure. Chapter 10, leave taking,
1: icon of the staff. So Rand and Matt meet Perrin in the stables. Uh, Matt has brought his bow, and Perrin has his ax. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, they do a little, little weapon comparing, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and Perrin's like, you could tell like, even then, somehow the ax is like heavier than his hammer or it something. Seems heavier than I <laughs> thought it would be. <laughs> got, got a lot of metaphorical freight, you
1: guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I, I like how Matt brought the bow And I it kind of You know, Rand is going to be the sword guy That's going to be a signature thing Sure Rand's definitely going to be the axe guy
2: Slash hammer guy Slash sure. wolf guy Sure and, But Matt brought this And he's, no, he's not really the bow guy, right? No, he, he really no. isn't Like he becomes the quarterstaff guy For a long time Which mm. then evolves into the Chandra guy Yeah, yeah the, the the magic spear So this is this is kind of funny <laughs> Yeah <laughs> And the thing is Also, they're all kind of bow guys. In fact, later when they're doing the bow thing, Rand is better with the bow. So like, Matt's not even really the bow guy, even though he has the bow. But
1: then Rand and Perrin are really nice. They let Matt be the bow guy.
2: (laughs) He, you know, he's
1: he he needs this, right? (laughs) Yeah. you know, he really should have brought a quarterstaff in this scene because... He's really good with the quarterstaff. Yeah, later on he beats those two warders with the quarterstaff, beats the crap out of them. Is he,
0: this before or after he gets the all those memories uploaded That's into true,
1: him. yes.
2: He does not get his brain transplant until later. Yeah. No, but, but I, I, I even then I remember he, him saying something like that it's one of the contests that we have in the Two Rivers. is a co- bow staff fighting or something like that. <laughs> like that's It's a thing, yeah. I don't know. So, Lan gives them an uh, impromptu,
1: uh, inspiring little speech about how anything could be a weapon.
0: His face and voice, cold as death and hard as a rough-hewn gravestone, stifled their smiles and their tongues.
2: <laughs> Jeez, Land. Jeez. Even his, even his chin could be a weapon. <laughs> Chiseled from stone.
0: Maybe he's trying to get these asshole teenagers to take this seriously. <laughs>
1: That's true. But, true, but also, like, it could be a little easier on them. This is... Really terrifying. They're leaving everything they've ever known on short notice.
2: <laughs> Speaking of, Egwene a- rolls in just as they're trying to leave, and but she brought her own food and funerary expenses, so Morrin's <laughs> <Moran's laughs> like, "Okay, you can come."
1: Egwene's got to go because it's an adventure, and she's not going to miss it. And also, Tom is there because <laughs>
2: Perrin did a really bad job checking stairs. <laughs> yeah, it's like Egwene comes in the door, and like Tom like pops down from the ceiling. It's like. What the hell, guys?
0: It's very uh, Lord of the Rings when they're uh, making the fellowship and the, the hobbits appear out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. We're going to. <laughs> and,
2: then, and then Lan's like, okay, anyone else? And Bella's like, yeah, hey, I'm going for adventure too. <laughs> Don't forget me. <laughs> and then and then,
1: they finally go. Then, yeah, yeah. With, with the main character arrived, the right. main character horse. Right. So I, I think there's this tense moment where Egwene shows up or where Tom shows up and, and Lan is like, Giving them the kill eye, uh-huh. and Moraine's like, "No, no, no! It's part of the pattern." And I think that is their established code for don't kill this person.
2: I, <laughs> really? No, I, I think you're right. Like there was a moment, like they can't leave. They can't leave witnesses. They can't, you know, like yeah. See, anyone that could, the the Dark One could torture. To, so it's just like, yeah, yeah. That, that's it. That's the moment of decision.
0: They introduce wolves really early on. I thought that was kind of interesting.
2: Yeah, uh, Land mentions that the wolves are not actually a thing of the Dark One. They hate Trollocs. Yeah.
0: yeah. So we get some wolf lore, like, yeah. real early.
2: It's good foreshadowing. It's, it's very noticeable.
0: Yeah. And
1: Perrin, of course, is the one who brings him up, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, wolves? Oh, I don't like wolves. Yeah. Uh, Tom is coming along. He says he doesn't want to travel alone, uh, which I guess is a good argument. But that argument is going to fall apart as soon as they get, like, I, I don't know, like 10 feet outside the village and the dry car starts chasing them. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah.
2: Tom probably would have been better off alone. <laughs> yeah
0: curious why tom decided to travel well, with we,
1: them
2: we find out right yeah eventually yeah like it's because
0: because of his his nephew yeah
2: yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's, these boys are tied up with the Aes and and he wants to protect them sure but. and they uh as on their on their way out they run into several they evade several village guard groups and <laughs> Landon's is just like these guys these, <laughs> these guys suck you know <laughs> <laughs> so, what are they your dad well your dad sucks <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, it's, it, this is good. This is the tutorial level, right? Yeah. It's, it's harmless. They just can sneak past these, these guys. Yeah. They get caught, no big deal. They just reset to the end. Yeah, like the yeah. dopiest guards ever. So it's like, you know, the stakes are low, you know? <laughs> but then Rand spies a Drakkar. car hmm. And Moraine and Lan realize that the, the, the sneaking time is over and now it's time to run. Yeah. And uh, they go to the road and, and race down the road. Chapter 11 The Road to Terran Ferry. I kind of a forest. So as they're racing through the dark, uh, it's incredibly described. This is really surreal, you know, the way they, they sort of lose track of where they are and trees loom up ahead of them. And, and they don't, they're just like in this bubble of racing horses. Mm-hmm. We also have another
2: likely moment of Rand channeling at this point. Yeah,
1: this is either the first or the second Rand channel, right? Yep. Uh, with Bella. Yeah. He, he's so stressed out that Bella's not going to make it because yeah. he's, he's
2: just doesn't respect Be- what Bella's bringing to the table yeah he's like he doesn't understand that Bella's just like come on Bella's got this you know <laughs> Yeah, adventure horse
1: uh, but uh, yes we know he,
2: this is at the point where he's
1: channeling to, to renew Bella's energy
2: <laughs> uh, or, or even it's, it's hard to say if that's what happened because they, he mentions that Bella is going fast as fast as these like race horses essentially so mm-hmm. I wonder if he like gave her, he imbued her with some sort of like super horsepowers you know Yeah. they stop by Watch Hill briefly
1: And Moraine gives them, uh, Moraine gives the horses some wizard
2: amphetamines. Yeah. And as we learn later, this is actually not, this is deceptive, right? Like I I remember she actually does this with some people, uh, eventually later, or maybe someone else does, but yeah, you could actually work yourself to death. There's always a price for this. Yeah. You you don't know know that you're tired. Yeah. And she mentions Bella seems the least tired of all.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Then the Drakkar buzzes them. Uh, just
2: to freak him out. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I was actually, I wonder if at this point, I'm trying to remember, because we know that what Drakkar do later, right? Like they have that, like their, their song and they like steal your soul and stuff. Yeah. It seems like that would have been something it should have done. Right. Well, it, it as we see, it never works for the draw
1: car. They always <laughs> do when they do that.
2: That's a good point. Because
1: whoever else is there just stabs them. Yeah, Because yeah, I guess they can only do one person at a time. Oh, so they have to get them, get them uh, on That's their the own. That's deal, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: But it has to go... It's reporting back to a mirror draw, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. They, they figure it is. So the half man is chasing them. And it's... This is... I think kind of entertaining because they spend all these channels worried about the half-man and Lan is like, oh, you don't want to meet the half-man. We're totally screwed if the half-man finds us. These guys like, you know, in two books from now, they're going to be killing half-men left and right, you know? I know, right? Yeah. Just like, you know, power creep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they race on. Uh, Moraine makes some magical mist to hide them. Yeah, so they lose that Drakgarh. They finally reach Terran Ferry, which is all weird
2: and foreign to them. Ugh, God. Full of
0: assholes. cesspit, pit, hub
2: of scum and villainy.
0: Thank God it gets burned down and all the people in it. Gross, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, are you sure we can't leave the Trollocs here? <laughs> Maybe it's for the best. <sighs> and Lan rousts the ferryman and overpays him for a ride. Uh, I, I liked how Lan always calls Rand sheepherder and always calls Perrin blacksmith, and he never says anything to Matt, ever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the other guy. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's interesting, too, because now we know like they make a really big deal about how the people of... Evans Field have this different blood, right? The blood of Minethrin. Yeah. And the Terran fairy folks, they have different names, strange names.
1: Right. So they're not the blood of Minethrin, right? Yeah. They must have, have come
2: and settled here later. Yeah. yeah. They're the blood of shit. <laughs> 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 okay, so so uh, speaking of names, so we have Rand Althor... And Perrin Ibarra, which are both sound like Monethenese names. Coton?
1: I wonder if that's not I wonder if that's like a not a name. It's a good question. It might be a corruption of an
2: Othon or off Oth something or oh, a, yeah. an old yeah. name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Egwene you know. Yeah, well he's definitely old blood, right? Yeah, I suppose he is. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting.
1: Chapter 12. Across the Terran, I kind of the Tar of Flame. Uh they take the part... They take the ferry in the fog after a brief
2: standoff with the uh, ferry crew. Yeah, you get the impression that there's like a moment there when the ferryman is deciding if he's going to rob them or help them. Yeah, which
1: maybe everybody's right about the Terran ferry folk. I was wondering, or you also, know? Also, maybe these people treat the Terran ferry folk so bad that the Terran ferry folk show up with six burly
2: guys. Because they're afraid they're going to get robbed by these guys? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah.
1: Because like we know land is a pile of dangerous stones falling out of the sky and landing on your head and killing you or whatever. Yeah.
0: Well, this guy that's instantly identifiable as deadly and his, like, armed teenage militia, like, I'd be a little cautious, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? I just,
1: I'm just, i trying not to empathize with the Terran fairy folk because we know they suck, right? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're clearly scumbags.
2: But also, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe and, he's just afraid of them. And there's, like, weird mystical fog everywhere around freaking everybody out. Mm-hmm. It, I mean... It's it's suspicious, right?
1: And then uh Maureen, as they after they're across, whirlpools the fairy and destroys his
2: livelihood for his trouble. Yeah, <laughs> she
0: more than enough money, Okay,
1: cross.
2: but like assuming that, that it is just money that's taken to take that it takes to replace a fairy, right? Like, you don't just Buy a fairy, I don't I would well, assume. He's gonna right? build it, right? I
1: hope he I hope he knows how to build a fairy.
2: Yeah. Maybe that fairy's been in his family for generations, you know.
1: Yeah, that that fairy could be the old fairy of Menethrin. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It, was it was.
0: weird because this entire time Lana and Moraine are talking in very like hollow, flat voices. It's it was weird. It
1: was creepy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. And that I think that they're seeing the boys are seeing what Moraine will go, stop at, which is nothing.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, at least you didn't kill the ferryman. But she did leave that, him stranded that we on the. You saw. You so know, did, Land did go off on his own little adventure several times, right? That's true. They mentioned mm-hmm. how he, like, goes in front of them and behind them, and, like, sometimes <laughs> he comes back and he wipes his sword on things. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's no big deal. Yeah. One less ferryman in the world. I mean. Oh, that's a Malkyrie saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we were wondering how they have all that money.
1: <laughs> it's it Goes true. back and gets it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. Land's purse looks just as full as it did before. Dude, this is
0: probably why all the Terran fairy folk died. Land killed, like, their only way of getting away. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, Moraine's like I'm gonna whirlpool your ferry, and then we're gonna kill all the ferrymen and the you know.
1: We didn't didn't see it from the top, but like the whole the mist is shaped like a giant
2: arrow pointing to the ferry. Hey, you know, I mean that's how you throw them off, right? (laughs) So, but they have
1: lost the shadow spawn for now. They're across the river. About uh, that. Yeah, and the fog stops
2: right at the river. Yeah, this is cool. Did they do
1: this in the? show? I
2: don't remember. I mean, they definitely blew up the guy's ferry in the show.
1: Yeah, I think they killed the guy, too. Right? In the show. I don't remember. Because like, he was in the ferry, and she drowned him. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. It was dark. Uh, and yeah. also not Aes Sedai oath compliant. Right. But the I think it would be real cinematic to see the wall of fog, you know, stopping right at the bank of the river and everything. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, yeah this is actually one of the points when we get a very Maureen response. They ask her about uh, you know, why she decided to do this and that. She's like, look, guys, you know, if uh, if I explained all of my shit to you, we'd be dead by now. So Yeah. So I'm not going to explain anything to you. Just to note that from here on out. Mm-hmm. You get no explanations.
1: Uh, but Lan has, has made a really nice little resting hole supply cache for them. Yeah. You know, just in case. Yeah.
0: He's, he's doing fine. <laughs> he is psychologically totally stable,
2: clearly. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a doomsday prepper. Yeah.
1: And as they're resting, Moraine starts training Egwene to channel, because she can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's an isodine natural. Yeah. Yep. And that makes Brand really sad. She never looks so far away as she does now. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well they, okay, let's let's forget who they become and remember that these the sweethearts, you know.
2: Eh, you know, she was she was always gonna try and go for something. He was always the guy who was gonna like try and like lasso her down at home. No, you no, know? no.
1: She was going to have dreams and he was going to talk her out of them. <laughs>
2: she would always wonder after she settled. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to get her pregnant and then they're going to have, it's going to exactly. change everything. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah.
0: She, Moraine says, perhaps even the Umberlin seat one day. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah.
1: Foreshadowing. If yep. you
0: study hard and work hard and Egwene is like, I want to go to like torture camp
2: <laughs> so, I <can> learn,
0: <laughs> so I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: What if I went in the desert for a little while and got beat up a bunch? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. That, how many years would that shave off my training? <laughs> so chapter thirteen: Choices. Icon of the staff
0: and a map. And a map. Oh yeah! This map, map
1: I found very confusing because it's too soon. <laughs>
2: yeah i i on this map yet on the one hand i really actually love that this book has so many of these little interstitial maps yeah it's cool because it's like great for immersion but you're right i was looking at this map i was like this doesn't even have barrel in it
1: right yeah i, I went double checked and this is that's white bridge they're not even in white bridge for several chapters
2: yeah like like even getting your bearings is a little tough it's like okay i think they're going to be coming in from the left side of this map but uh but yeah not now <laughs> <laughs> But it's wonderful. I love the maps. Me too. They're always fun to look at. I, I think that, uh, I feel like later on we get a lot fewer of these, right? Like, you always have the world map for sure. Um, and I know we occasionally get, like, we get a map of Tarvalon. I
1: think what happens is they all start teleporting all the time. Yeah, I think you're absolutely matter. right. Yeah. yeah. Like, cause they, at, at later on in this chapter, or maybe the next chapter, they spend a week riding to Bear Lawn. A week! A full week, what oh what my what god. I, like, the whole Great Hunt takes a week. Yeah. So Maureen goes around the room and yeah. wizard drugs everywhere. Yeah, gives them all some wizard amphetamines. Yep. Uh, uh, and Rand, then Brandon's like, this is great. I don't know why everybody's sleeping. I don't want to sleep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it passes right out. Yeah. Okay. I got to say, this is exactly what I want. I want someone to give me a drug where I take something. I take an hour long nap and I feel like I slept for three days.
0: Yeah. It, sounds great.
2: Oh, so as they're leaving, Rand thinks about how he's never he never thought he'd travel this far. How Watch the Hill sounded really far away, and it, it was interesting to think about this. Like, I was trying to picture how big the Two Rivers actually is, right? So, mm-hmm. so they got a, it, it. Took them. Let's see, like what's what's like fast horse speed, like twenty miles an hour, probably. Well, it, it just took them, yeah, one one night of hard riding to get to Terran Ferry to the edge of it. Yeah, and so horse
1: speed is probably like. Ten to twenty miles an hour, depending on how fast you're going, right?
2: Yeah. So so I mean like they, they probably traveled for about six hours, so about a hundred miles, right? Mm-hmm. Sound about right? Yeah, it sounds it's in the neighborhood. Yeah, like that 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 sounds pretty big, but like if uh, yeah, like if you never left like an, a hundred mile radius of your home, or, or rarely left like a ten mile radius mm-hmm. of your home. Uh, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Yep.
1: And so it takes them a week to get to bear Lawn, uh while they're avoiding people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Land teaches the boys weapons while
2: they're at it. Doesn't have anything to teach them about bow stuff. Two yeah. rivers people, they all know bow stuff. Yeah, yeah. if like, only oh, you guys, if only you guys had bows, and the Trollocs would not, you know, <laughs> come up to you or whatever. Yeah, thanks, Land. Yeah, Debbie more, yeah. Dude. yeah, it's like just, just be like, hey, that's pretty these, awesome. These guys.
1: kids are scared already. You don't, you don't need to amp up the scared.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you know eventually they're going to be shaking Eldr- Eldritch horrors for fun like Matt right yep. but they got to start somewhere
0: so every night Tom is telling stories uh-huh. right mm-hmm. Tom tells one of the hundreds about Anla the wise counselor did mm-hmm. he just memorize every single like Ann Landers column and just repeats it
2: <laughs>
0: Anla and the this person didn't get me a baby shower gift
2: <laughs> oh you see there was no
1: baby shower gift
2: Like, what did she do
1: <laughs> and then in the third age Anla decided what to do if, you, uh, if you're if you a vegan and going to your family's Thanksgiving. <laughs> and also, Egwene and Moraine keep training. Uh, Egwene and Rand bicker. Uh, I, yeah, guess, I don't know if I even need to call that
2: out because that's all they do. Well, yeah. she unbraids her hair. <gasps> scandalous. Mm-hmm. And Rand loses his damn mind about it. Mm-hmm. He calls uh, all Aes Sedai dark friends. And uh, I thought about this. I was like, this is a very, like, white cloak idea right i wonder how prevalent the idea the the conflation of ice die and dark friends are in this world
1: i don't know it seems like ice i said are villainous yeah even in the stories they're villainous mm-hmm. not not stories that tom is telling right now but so it's easy to think of maybe not necessarily as them as dark friends but also just something really bad that you don't want to get messed up with mm-hmm. which
2: honestly is true it's probably true I mean, they're not especially close to Amador, so, like, that's not necessarily White Cloak influence. and they're near, they're closer to Camelon, where there are Aes Sedai uh, advisors, so I was just wondering, yeah.
0: I mean, it's interesting that, like, even in the two rivers where Aes Sedai are almost legend, like, they're almost mythical things, they're still, they still know these warnings about don't get involved with an Aes Sedai, don't promise them anything.
1: True, yeah. And uh, right about the time Matt realizes that they're out of the two rivers, and, and there's adventure to be had. He suggests going to Ilian and Moraine says, oh, by the way,
2: I'll kill you all. If, if <laughs> I he's know. I'm <laughs> like, okay, okay. Well, that that's like ch- dialing it up to 11, isn't it? Yeah. I'd rather, uh, I'd rather kill you myself than have the Dark One get you. Yeah. Okay. Sure.
1: Okay. Uh, uh, I think this is really interesting because I kind of see Moraine as a much more flawed character than I did before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where I kind of, when the first couple times I read this, I thought of her as really a real icy manipulator who's in control of the situation until
2: the very end of the book, like a distant like 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 scheming kind of person. Right? yeah,
1: but I think she's screwing up here. Right, I, I think that this is not the way to get these guys on her side. And mm-hmm. she, need, she needs them to trust her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And saying, I'll kill you if you don't do what I say is not a way. To, it'll, it'll get them to do what she wants right now. But later
2: on, she has no hold over them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, And in fact, uh, she spends several books finally getting Rand to trust her. And, and like it's a whole thing, remember? Like, yeah, she has, she has to, to, to beg him. Yeah, she has to essentially change her whole way of interacting with people in yeah. order to get Rand to trust her. She mm-hmm. also keeps lots of secrets from them. Yeah which uh, I, I don't find very trustworthy. Right. And I think maybe maybe she could have played this differently, you know? Well, uh, you know, I, I think it's partially because of that interaction that Rand does what he does next. Like, he starts thinking in his head, what is she doing to Egwene? And that's why he goes and, like, sneaks into the woods and follows them because he mm-hmm. he doesn't trust her at all, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and there's nothing nefarious happening there. You know, he... Uh, he
1: she's teaching her things.
2: Yeah. I don't <laughs> want my wife to know things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he learns that there is another channeler in... Uh Evansfield, uh, naive, of course. Yeah. And uh and honestly, Moraine says something that that I found surprising because it's so rare for an Aes Sedai to say this, but she's talking about the fallibility of said, I saying said, I are just humans and some of them really suck, some of them are cool, you know. Mm-hmm. But but I thought that was kind of interesting, you know. Yeah. Um I, I was wondering if maybe she says she thinks this way because she is one of the very few people who knows for a fact that the black Aja exists. Mm, that's true, right? Maybe this is her roundabout way of hinting that, that some Aes said I are dark friends. Or, or do, at least can be trusted, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, she clearly clocks Rand, like just like looks right at him and he's like, <laughs> shit. <Yeah. laughs> uh, then they finally reach Barillon, uh which the size and scale of which uh, amazes the two rivers folk. Mm-hmm. It, you know, I, I don't know if I got this the first time around, but they... They describe like truthfully the scale of Barillon and it is nothing, right? It's like yeah. it's like a fifteen foot like wooden palisade around like a hundred or so yeah, houses yes. or whatever. It's a town. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, we we've seen Trollocs burn down towns like this all the time, you know? <laughs> Yeah, right. It is pretty
1: funny. I love Tom in these chapters because he's just laughing at them the whole time. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's like, Oh right, a city. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's kind of snotty at it.
1: Yeah, That's a little bit.
2: True. Yeah. But but luckily they don't they don't catch it, you know? Like yeah. he, he does it in such a way that they don't realize.
0: Yeah
1: they enter the city incognito uh, moraine is now lady alice and land is now master andra we don't do we know what these names came from Are they just random names i was trying I to it's just random names yeah, yeah. And Moraine gets a, a world state update from
2: a corrupt guard that lets them through for some money. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I was like, they, they give this guy a coin to, like, not tell anyone anything, but this dude talks. Yeah. <laughs> he talks a lot. I would yeah. not trust this
1: guy. Yeah, let's see. What's the most important things going on in the world today? I tell everybody about the battle in Gaelden. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's there's a battle. Aes Sedai battle in Gaelden, which they may have lost. The false dragon is heading to Tyr. Loghain.
0: Yeah, Loghain, this,
1: yeah. this is Loghain. And uh, this clues in... Uh, Rand and Tom, that this is all dragon prophecy stuff to go to tier.
2: There's also fighting in Saldia with Trollocs, which you know that's normal. Yeah, the and the white time. cloaks are in town.
1: Hmm.
0: Ruh-roh.
2: Yep. So they
1: sneak through the town to their inn, the Stag and Lion. Uh, the innkeeper,
2: probably cannibal, greets them very warmly. <laughs> <laughs> you think so. I mean, a lot of people do pass through Baralon, right? Uh huh. Yeah, they they do really they easy. Go. Yeah. yeah. It's got that clean white apron, you know. <laughs> yep. Uh, it, when they're talking about the dragon prophecies, Rand, even then, even now, is like asking a lot of questions about them, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. He's like, the stone of Tear, the sword, oh, interesting, you know. I mean, obviously, I think he's just curious, but it's just like, it's interesting that he's the one who's asking about dragon prophecy. Mm-hmm. Chapter 14,
1: the stag and lion, icon of the dragon's fang. They settle in for a luxuriant bath.
2: Oh, this yeah! This made me sense. want to take a bath. Ah. Oh, right? It's like this is like this like, like you go in and you do like you, you wash first and then you can just soak. Oh yeah, God. and then
1: you see, and they talk about how the, the water is so hot that they have to inch down into it, uh, inch by
2: by muscle relaxing inch. Yeah, oh, sounds so good. Uh, and while they're having their bath, they uh, they get to chatting with the bath attendant, and it takes. Everyone in the room.
0: Oh can my stop God! Stop Matt from telling about the
2: stupid trolls. Oh. You will never guess what our secret is. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, hey, he's just kidding." No, I'm not kidding. I really. No, no, you're just talking about Tom stories. No, I'm not talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Lane walks in. is like, "Dude,
0: <laughs> shut the fuck up." Oh
2: God, that, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, there's, this is just a mention, but, uh, I forgot they meet Min here in Berlin. Yeah. Maureen asks about it. It's like, hey, is Min still around, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: We get our first Min sighting.
2: hmm Awesome. And then they all have dinner and they, they compare the news to the gossip they've gotten and the news seems to be pretty accurate. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and Maureen also lets them know they're going to get a field day. They yeah. get to, they get a day to go tool around the, the city, quote unquote.
1: Yeah. That, that's going to go great.
2: Yeah. Right. Uh, but Rand is like, like me, he's like, oh, there's a party downstairs.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: right out, goes straight to bed. He's like, I'm gonna just uh, stand in bed. Yep. Yeah. And he gets a devil dream. The
1: second of many? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's in that cool, creepy
2: stone hallway or stone building made of skulls and screaming faces and whatnot. Yeah. There's a sky of impossibly churning multi-hued clouds. Mm-hmm. It's fine. You know, fireplace made of screaming faces. Right. Yeah. Basically everything's made of screaming faces. It's kind of the default material around here. <laughs> yeah. There's a mirror that doesn't show him, just shows everything clearly except him. It's just yeah. a blur. It's just a blur. Yeah. That's so, that some really weird. normal furniture. Yeah,
1: inexplicably Yeah. well yeah. I mean like at the last minute probably Baal Zaman realized he needed a chair or something
2: so he just went to Ikea <laughs> he didn't have time to really source something that he's <laughs> like we ran out of you know stone skulls building this stupid place <laughs> <You> <laughs> to so, go get know. a
0: fushumugger <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it is Baal Zaman uh, he shows up to talk
1: to Rand um, he tells Rand to join him like join me and I will burn you in hell forever and ever and ever and Ran's like, "Don't you mean ore?" He's like, "No."
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bolsemon's never good at this. It's funny because when when uh, you know when he first reveals himself, of course you know he has the whole like eyes and mouth made of like caverns of flame or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And Ran, totally cool and chill, screams and runs away. And then he runs and he's like in the room again. And he tries it again. He's like screams and run, runs away. And Bolsemon's Paul- Paul- like, "Dude." Yeah.
1: And then and, like he quickly tries to run away again. And now the door's locked. And Bolsemon's like, "Come
2: on, okay." This is not going to work. This is not going to work. <laughs>
1: You got it. I get. You got to listen.
0: And Balzmon says a few interesting things, including your father was chosen by the White Tower. Your mother was no more than a broodmare to their plans. Mm-hmm. But I, that wasn't the case, though. That didn't actually end up being the case. I, I the
2: think, think this is, is a lie. I think because, he's lying.
0: Yeah, he must be, because Rand's dad was just some random Aiel clan chief.
1: Right. Yeah. So he, I think, in the dream here, he's referring to the like whoever Rand's dad actually is, because he doesn't know. Yeah. Right? He doesn't know who Rand is. So sure. He, He's referring to Tam or whatever. Or but, if this was Matt, he'd be referring to Abul Khalton.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I I I think this is just him trying to set Rand against the Aes Sedai. In fact, he says something like, If you tell the Aes Sedai about these dreams, they're gonna kill you. Mm-hmm. You know, clearly yeah, trying I, to not to tell the Aes Sedai about the dreams, right? I, I think I didn't figure out until
1: just this moment that he's trying to separate Rand from the Aes Sedai, obviously. Yeah. But the way he's gonna do do that is convinced. Rand that he is a false dragon that he's not the dragon reborn. Just just some guy that and they're that, trying and to use. And that use the Sedai is manipulating, him. And that's why he's saying just like they manipulated Logain and Guire Amalasand and Urien Stonebow and all that stuff. Yeah, 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 totally. And I don't
2: maybe maybe not the tower actually did those guys. Mm. Uh, we I think we find out they don't. That's the rumor that Egwene spreads later about the the Red Aja having done the whole thing. But yeah, have you done Logain? Right, but it, it sounds. I mean, I don't know. I guess they could have done some of them.
1: But there's a whole thing where. I guess Balzamon has made Rand super thirsty, and he gives him like a fancy chalice. Drink! Why don't you drink of this chalice? Don't look in it; just drink. Uh, it doesn't work very well. <laughs> but I bet you Matt drank that. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think Balzaman came to all these.
1: Because he doesn't know who it is, yet, right? Right.
2: Uh, I, so we also—I didn't catch this the first time around—but we actually get our first hints of who his what his actual identity is because he says. Uh, I was there when Lucifer killed his family, and I was the one who granted him his moment of clarity. Right. Which we found yeah. out in the pre, you know, I, I didn't catch that the first time through, but he's clearly Ishmael, right? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is
1: cool. So, yeah, that, I wonder if, if a really sharp reader would have been able to know that's who this was. The way
2: it's, the way he says it, it, it it's, it could be more like metaphorical, like, oh, I was, I was pulling the strings, or yeah. it was my power that gave him clarity. But, but yeah, I mean, like, if you read this right, it, it's mm-hmm. absolutely him. hmm. He also talks about his uh, his actions in the world. He talks about the Trolloc War, of course, yeah. and he mentions that uh, he send his whisperings in Arthur Hawkwing's ear turns him against the Ice and I, but also causes him to send his people across the to ocean. the
0: fucking Shanchen?
2: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he says two dooms, one that they, you know, that, <laughs> and one yet to come. You know. Yeah. Like, what oh. what doom do you suppose that is in the future? The the Shanchen. Well, I mean, but mm-hmm. is that the what? What specifically is the doom that occurred as a result of the Shan, Shan? Oh, I think he's just talking about them coming to like destroy oh. the world. Or, or when like
0: going like murders.
2: Oh, yeah, or that, yeah, like a whole yeah. Bunch of them. murders the whole royal court. because yeah. he can't. He can't really see the future, but he does know that he's you know fomenting like a, a, a crazy empire over there, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I thought this was really fascinating, and this actually answers a question I've long had about these books, which is why is this world fallen? Right? Why have they? Why have these people who have the knowledge, some knowledge of the Age of Legends? Why have they not built up a society? Why are they still so fractured? Mm-hmm. And it's because Ishmael has been fucking with them for three thousand years. Yes. Yeah. Because like he ma- says he says I I started the Trolloc Wars. It took three hundred years, and they thought they beat me. But actually, I destroyed
2: the covenant of ten nations, whatever that is. Rand probably doesn't even know what that is. Well, that was that was Mineth- well, was one of the ten nations, I think. So, oh, like right. the Trelac Wars is what are what yeah, essentially wiped out the remnants of magical technology that they had. Yeah, so
1: it succeeded in, in returning them to the Bronze Age or whatever. Yeah, know, or the Iron Age. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and also yeah, he he then he he whispered in Hawkwing's ear. And caused and caused them to hate the Aes Sedai, and now everybody distrusts the Aes Sedai or or something. And yeah, kind of. I think maybe that, broke I think the power of the Aes Sedai. Yeah, he got stuff done. Yeah, he was actually really effective. Yeah, no, I, I see why now why uh, the Dark One put him in charge. Yeah, he's he's definitely Dark One's MVP. You know, mm-hmm. he's a divider, not a uniter. Right. <laughs> uh, I did think it was interesting that this dream happened as soon as. Rand got to Berylon. Do you think there's a connection there?
2: Yes. I think this is the first time he slept away from Maureen. Oh. Oh. You know, Maureen's been, a, like, I, I, I suspect that Maureen's been guarding their dreams.
1: Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And he just sort of went to sleep right away and, and she hasn't done her mojo to him or, or whatever it is she
2: does. Yeah. And she's in a different room, you know, like, I don't know if, like, proximity matters or something. But yeah, I, I think she's been, I think she's been warding their dreams. Yeah. And this is his first opportunity.
1: I was wondering if it was it was because I think eventually we figured there's a mirror drawl in Bear Lawn. And I wonder I was wondering if it was the proximity to
2: that or something it could like be, that. yeah. Or dark Friends. It could be that too. But so, yeah, no, I, I uh I that, that's an interesting, interesting thought, yeah. Um yeah. either way, he still doesn't tell Maureen about it. He doesn't. He doesn't trust her now. Yeah. And then the dark one kills a rat. Uh that makes it break its own back. the yeah. Rand wakes up in fright. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And immediately decides uh, he he actually considers telling Moraine about it. And he's like, nah.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. So that's I think that's partly Moraine not acting very trustworthy, and partly balsamon's words, mm-hmm. his, his snake-like words, working on Rand. Yeah, I think he's so good yeah. At that. So that's it for this episode. Next time we're gonna talk about chapters fifteen through eighteen of The Eye of the World. I am Jeff Lake. You can find me at jefflake.info.
0: I'm Alice Sullivan. That's Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram.
1: I'm Michael Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this, especially iTunes. Please share us with anybody you think will like us. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this, especially iTunes. Please find out how you can give us your dollars at armadillo.club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time, the The light illuminates you.